I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. The Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have Lucy Thomas and Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 2019 comedy Little, starring Regina Hall and Issa Rae. The IMDb plot synopsis for the film states... A woman is transformed into her younger self at a point in her life when the pressures of adulthood become too much to bear. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the swapcast podcast on Instagram, or search the swapcast podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. 100 iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Face Off. So guys, this has been our second cinema trip in, uh, what, two and two weeks. Yeah. So our listeners should really be grateful to us for taking <laughs> all this time and money going to the movies for them. Uh, we're in Easter week, so this is an incredibly busy week for us mm. and we still made the effort and went and saw a movie for you guys. So, mm. And just to be on brand, we're recording... It's late at night. Yeah. We'll definitely get weird. Yeah. Or, or I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's fun. So, yeah, the best way of showing us how grateful you are is fucking re- rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> oh, he's doing the angry thing again. Um, but, yeah, really want to do face off. So do it. Do Paul. it. Do it. Paul, you would have seen both of these films. If regardless. We were, yeah, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look. For me, it's not that big an issue <laughs> that you guys would have not done this. Paul lives at the cinema. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, his house is a cinema. It really is true. Yeah. This is the first week of Game of Thrones coming back, season eight, and I managed to fit 16 people in this living room <laughs> watching it the other day. So it's like, literally like a sardine can. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't move in here. Guess we weren't invited to that one, Brendan. Yeah. No, Brendan was here. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. I was going to pretend I was <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to drop that. That meme on you now that's like, um, I hope in the next season of Game of Thrones, they kill off all the fans. <laughs> uh, do you watch yeah, Game Bart. of Thrones? Do you watch um, Game of Thrones? No, I got bored about three seasons Yeah, in. so that's why you weren't invited. <laughs> mm, yeah, because I'm a really busy woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy watching shows like Sabrina <laughs> and Riverdale. I've got my nights sorted out. Okay, well, <laughs> I feel it. 
Like, I thought we, our moods were relative to the tone of the film. Like, we're only supposed to be awful to each other when we watch horror Chuck movies. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, I feel like there's a tension in the room. <laughs> um, no, mainly just because I'm sleep deprived, as per always. Say what now? Say what now is enroll this child in school or somebody is going to jail. That's what now. Say what? By somebody, do you mean? You. That would be you. Now, enroll her there today and I will be checking that you do so. No. <clears throat> Look here, lady. I am a businesswoman, and I have a company to run. She sells Girl Scout cookies. She just takes it really seriously. I'm like... So I don't have time for child services, and I sure don't have time for school, okay? Let me be clear. I will have you in foster care and your goofy aunt over here in jail if you don't. Oh, crrr. I need to stop you from before. You said that this movie stars Regina Hall and... Um, Is that right? Yeah. You didn't say the, the young chick's name. So you're referring to Marseille Martin? Yeah. How do you yeah. remember all those names? Yeah. It, I don't even... I it's like you have an iPhone in your head and you just like <laughs> search, bam, it's there. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have to bring out my phone, go through yeah. IMDb. It's just <laughs> in you're my head. You're not even head. holding your phone in your hand right now. Um, yeah, she was amazing. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. She was a star. Yeah. She was yeah. outstanding. Like, yeah. where has she been? Has I she know. been in anything else? Yeah, she is one of the stars of the sitcom Blackish with oh, cool. Anthony Anderson. Mm. And she actually executive produced this movie. What? When she was 10 years old, she came up with the concept for it. You are kidding me. And pitched it. And at 14 years old, she's the youngest ever executive producer wow. in Hollywood. Slam. And Paul thought not to even mention her name <laughs> in the original uh, pitch for the film. Well, I guess my. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. In in my defense, I wrote the intro before I saw the film. So okay. yeah, she definitely is the star. Yeah, totally. But uh, continuing with the sense of tension in the room and us <laughs> attacking each other, <laughs> you fucked up the flow of the episode. <laughs> I always start by giving you guys a question. I was going to say before. I was going to say before. Uh, I could see his like steam coming out of his ears because we fucking we so, took over. To start our conversation, my question to you, Brendan. <laughs> my, to start our conversation on little. <laughs> My question to you guys. Little takes a lot of inspiration from many of the films that we have covered on the show before. Did it feel like its own thing or just a copy and paste version of other swap films? I, I would hmm. definitely say it's its own thing. This is the first time we've done a person becoming a kid, I mm -hmm. reckon. Is that right? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, like an just, adult. Just yeah, a, an adult becoming their younger self. Yes. What about 17 again? So, no. <laughs> no. We, uh, no, this isn't our first. Well, it feels, 17 again it feels so fresh. It feels so fresh that I've forgotten everything we've done with this series. So, yes, I would say it was really uh, its own standout thing. Like, yeah, it, it was. It had, there were some nice nods to... Um, to previous things, but I don't. I, I it it did feel fresh. I thought it, it felt strong. Like I I I wasn't just sitting there like feeling like I'm watching a a trope. I felt mm -hmm. like I was watching this own thing. I really loved it mm. actually. 
Yeah. It's so cool when they do do the nods to other things as well because obviously we spend so many time so much time watching these sorts of movies. Yeah. It feels like they're putting in these little things and they're just for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I have to kind of agree and disagree with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed the film, but I feel like plot mechanics wise, it was just like they've watched every other swap film and gone, we'll take that, we'll take that, we'll take that. I think where this film stands out is the writing of the characters. Yeah, completely. And the performances felt naturalistic in yeah. a way that a lot of these films don't. But, yeah, definitely the writing and the dialogue felt yeah. very fresh. I feel a bit like Shazam maybe. Like there were things about the plot of that, the setup that I didn't really like. But this maybe was the same. Like there was a little bit. That so, yeah, you can't escape me. that every single one of these is going to be about someone learning something about themselves yeah. and mm-hmm. changing it. But like I agree with what you're saying. Like the the writing and the, the actors are so strong that mm-hmm. it just made it. If it was anyone else, it didn't yeah. work for me. So yep. what were the uh, ones you picked up? What were the references or um, similarities to other movies that we've done that she, you picked up? She called her a Chucky doll, a demented ch- Chucky doll or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I thought that was cool because we've just watched that recently. I felt like vice versa was definitely yep. one of the big like similar touchstones. The fact that after she swaps and becomes a younger self, she has to go back to school mm. and all that dynamic. Being in the younger body and wanting to drink as another callback to vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also they also did the cliche bathroom of realization scene. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which is always it's always the bloody bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Though I, I this film kind of did uh deal with it a little bit differently in that she wakes up, looks in the mirror, sees her younger self, goes, I need some coffee, and just, like, leaves the house, doesn't even (laughs) register that she's become her younger self. And then after everybody around her is, like, reacting, like, why is this little girl being so awful? Then she's like, oh. Okay, I see what's happened here. But she, they, they did it on the swap back as well. She went to the bathroom yeah. and she like put on her glasses that she had to wear as a child. Yeah. And she's all like, oh, I can't see properly and takes them off. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm big again. Yeah. And I guess we get also get the whole touching the boobs thing, which yeah. is always the thing. It was cool <laughs> the way she said something, where are my natural tear shape? Yeah, where am I? Teardrop shaped boobs. Yeah. I paid 15 G's for those. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And yeah. they, they, there you go. Like it took uh, something we've seen a million times, put like some great dialogue in their mouth and then it turned it into something that felt fresh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys pointed out at the end of the film, you two were the only males in the cinema. Well, I feel like this is a ho- uh, lesson that Hollywood keeps learning Mm -hmm. is that there is this craving for films that appeal to a different demographic than teenage boys. Yeah. And you could see in our audience, it was like mostly female, Mm. mostly women of color as well. Mm. Um, Like, yeah, we were definitely the widest and the most male group in the the cinema. So, Mm. And um, everyone was cacking themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys uh, notice any other allusions to any of the other films we've done? I actually, I I did feel uh, similarities to the Jodie Foster Freaky Friday in this film as well. Yeah, okay. Um, Just her having to go back to school thinking that she will smash it. Yeah. I'm going to go and smash it. Yeah. 
by acting the way I do as an adult. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also with the musical Freaky Friday that we watched. Where, yeah, because there was a few musical numbers. Oh, not that, <laughs> but um, with the friends dynamic of her like being friends with the geeky group and then trying to use her skills to. My God, those kids broke my heart. I don't know if you actually noticed, <laughs> mm. but I cried in this movie. Why? <laughs> because of the children. <laughs> the children's joy it was. I loved it. So you cried when they like succeeded at the end, and just like. That whole thing of, I don't know, I just feel like all I need to do is like very quickly tap into thinking about myself at that age and just think, I don't know, it's so, growing up is so horrible. It's just (laughs) such a horrible experience. Yeah, these kids just like wanted to do something cool and they had to sit at a special table called the friend Friend zone zone. (laughs) um, because they get picked on otherwise. It was supposed to be like a safe space for them and that little boy had a stutter and he was a beautiful singer and like, come on, (laughs) as if that's not going to get me crying. And yeah. <laughs> um, they just, just that thing of like, they just want to be themselves. Yeah. They just want to like, let their flag fly. And there's just always going to be people. Like, I, I had that a, fucking yeah. cheerleader girl who are going to, uh, the, who are going to, uh, yeah, pull uh. you down. <laughs> um, and just then, yeah, just seeing them being like, oh, fuck it. Let's just have fun. Like. We're just kids. Uh, I just, it was goddamn heartwarming. Yeah. So in that finale, they have this pep pep rally and Mm -hmm. they want to perform because they thought we'll show the school our talents and they'll all be friends with us. And they'll like us. And then they completely fuck up the audition. Um, But the bitchy girl who's one of the judges is like, yeah, you can perform in front of the whole school. Sure. Like setting them up to be like, we're going to fucking make fun of you. So then uh, Jordan decides to you know, rush back to the pep rally, hype them up so that they can go perform and be themselves. Yeah. They don't want to do it. So she's she's like, like I'm going to show you that you can go up on stage and you can make a fool of yourself yeah. and it doesn't matter. Like, so, so she goes up, starts doing some ridiculous dance. And everyone's it's fucking it. amazing. Yeah, like, she does, that like, the girl robot. is star power. <laughs> she, that was amazing. But my issue with this scene is, so then the, the, the mean girl's like, fuck this. Gets a um like a a, bl- a, yeah, a giant a fan yeah. and gets mm. a can of garbage and then blows all the garbage on her and everyone starts like laughing and I'm thinking where the fuck are the teachers yeah and the parents <laughs> yeah like there's a whole auditorium of children, of children. just cutting loose it's yeah. like Lord of the Flies <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> well yeah because she like then rolls down the like stairs and stuff yeah. and there's no teacher like oh geez like oh, yeah so t- <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe we need to explain the kind of wider plot. So it's like about this character Jordan and it starts out she's sort of telling her story of when she was in school. Yeah, so she was like a nerd in school and yeah. she thought I'm going to prove myself um by showing everyone my uh science skills at the talent show. Yeah. And she has this whole setup with a ball that she can prove won't knock her over because of gravity or something. Yeah. And Which then, she stole from Neil deGrasse Tyson. But, yeah, but I mean, whatever. maybe she just was getting directly influenced by that. <laughs> she would have been watching that when she was younger for sure. Uh, so then the mean girl of her class knocks the ball back into her. She, she smashes and makes a fool of herself. Mm. And from that moment on, she decides like, I'm not going to be bullied. I'm going to be the be bully. bully first. Yeah. yeah. So then she grows up to be like the world's biggest bitch. 
she's awful to everyone. Mm. To a point of like ludicrousy, which yeah. was like had me like sort of laughing. Uh, yeah, like, but it was like here for it. Regina yeah. Hall. Regina doing, Hall yeah. is everything yeah, in this completely. film. I to the point where like it's it's really good that that little girl was so yeah. good because I but was it was almost of, like, oh, Regina, don't go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want her to swap because I, I was enjoying her performance so much. Yeah. Like Which, by the end of the day, she's just like yelling, like, ah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. throwing pink things and beating yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so there's like this little girl who's with a food cart that's at her place of business. She runs like an app development company. Is is that what they do? Okay. Well, it's like Jordan in- Innovations. I don't know. So, <laughs> that, I was going to say, there was a few kind of weak points for me, mm-hmm. like, sort of like, oh, what, yeah. <laughs> guys? And that it, like, the cast just carried it through and there were yeah. so many good, just quick, like, one lines and whatever that yeah. it was sort of like, oh, I kind of feel like the fact that you don't really understand what this company is. And she's like, you know how this dude is the big client? Yeah. You're like, but... How is he the client? Like, why are you yeah, pitching why are an you... app to him? Like, aren't you an, a startup think, that yeah, does I apps? I think they... You're pitching what... an app and not like, oh, this will help your business. It's just, oh, this is a really good idea for an app. Should we make it for you? It was... Yeah, it's like yeah. there weren't... It wasn't an investor. <laughs> it, it, like, it just didn't That's really make a gonna, lot yeah. of sense. That's what I was going to say. That, like, they shouldn't have called him a client. They should have called him an investor. investor. It would have made yeah. it a lot clearer. And, like, yeah. if she's so successful, why does this one client mean, like, the business goes under if, like... Does she, yeah, but you know how, like, in Mad Men, that when, like, when Mad Men lose, like, one... Of their biggest ad sales thing, it, it hurts, but they don't it's go like that well. Sixty percent. That's sixty percent of our earnings. Yeah, 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 sure. But like all <laughs> the apps that they were making look like trash, <laughs> and the other innovation that she was making was like a like a <laughs> sassy Siri, like where instead of it's like Homegirl, yeah, Homegirl. So instead of like a sleek looking speaker, you have to have this giant mannequin, mannequin head, head that lights up. <laughs> And like sasses you when you uh, try to ask it to do things. Like I don't understand why anyone would want this ugly mannequin head in their house. Okay, and if, and well, if, if it, it doesn't recognize your voice, you have to just be like, "Come on, play that song." And be like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> stranger. Yeah, I can kind of get why someone yeah. would want a speaker with a bit more personality. Yeah. in just the ugliness of that mannequin head. Like, nobody mm. wants a big mannequin head speaker in their house. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I was going through the plot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's like this little girl and she's doing magic next to the food truck. And because uh, Jordan's so evil, she just decides <laughs> she's going to go up to her and start insulting this little girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, the little girl decides to do a magic spell on her to say, like, I wish you were a little girl again. So that you, like, you would know how this feels. Then the next morning, she wakes up as a little girl. So, um, i the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she... I also like how it, like, really affected her. She was like, Stumbling around like after this. Oh, little when girl. the little girl did the spelling. Yeah, her. she <laughs> called it a little Hogwarts something, like because uh, yeah, you did spell. chocolate Hogwarts. Chocolate Hogwarts. <laughs> I was kind of hoping she'd be meaner to the girl. I really wanted her <laughs> to be like really cutting that girl down because I feel like it would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! I always think about when you have to do that on set. And then, like, they call cut and you have to be like, fuck, I'm so sorry. I just yelled in your face, especially when it's oh, to children. Yeah. Or, like, cool, right? yeah. Unless you're Jared yeah. Leto and you just keep doing it because you're in character. What's that for? 
Well, when he's he was, a method actor. When, yeah, when he filmed Suicide Squad. So uh, I guess two weeks in a row we're going to mention uh, Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> he stayed in the Joker character the entire time when they were like not filming. He would stay in that character. He would send them packages of like dead rats and use condoms. Okay, and stuff. so Leto, you're not fucking Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> You're not playing <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. You played fucking Suicide Squad, whatever that fucking character's Joker. name is. That is some bullshit. Calm yeah. the fuck down. I, I heard when he um did that film where that's just where Leto like the... being him fucking self under the guise of he's got that makeup on. That's just him being himself. You know when he ha- got really fat to play that guy who killed John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard he killed one of the Beatles. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Anyway, I I feel like we need to get back onto this plot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jordan has this uh, assistant played by Issa Rae, who um, she's always mistreated, but. Obviously, when uh, she swaps, she needs to rely on her. So the uh, assistant has to pretend to be her auntie. Her neighbor calls Child Protective Services when she sees that there's a little girl mm. that's yeah. suddenly at this house. I thought that was a cool thing. That yeah. was yeah. like, it put it was, pressure on them. And... Yeah, it was actually the first time we've seen yes. a legitimate excuse for them to go back to school. Yeah. yeah. Like the Freaky Fridays, 17 again. Yes, completely. The swap, like all these films. They're like, oh, well, may as well go to school. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> and um, I, like her, I like her first thought was, oh, my God, I'm going to go to a hospital. Like, that made sense to me yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Though she didn't. Oh, well, because <laughs> she got stopped by the guy letting yeah. her try to get into her car. Yeah. Yeah. The, and I did like the fact that because the Child Protective Services scene happened, we got a, a Rachel Dratch. Um, cameo, cameo for yeah. sure she's hilarious yeah yeah she's forced to go back to school immediately shunned at school because she's dressed like an idiot and acts like a complete bitch <laughs> and becomes friends with the nerdy kids was she dressed like an idiot i thought she looked her clothes dumb. didn't fit properly and like her, she, she was her wearing glasses, crocs her glasses were from the 80s like they're from when she was a child the glasses okay. i liked <laughs> I, I thought she looked cool. And say with the hair, I thought the like the fro worked. Yeah, yeah, but like how amazing once she like got the comb in there and stuff, it was amazing. Okay. Yeah, she like once she had her little glow up. She used <laughs> the phrase that they said in the film. She looked. She was a cool kid. Yeah, she was like rocking they, some amazing tracks. Is that the message of this fil- film? Because like the the other nerds, like everyone became cool once they changed their image and pretended like on social media to be other people but i think it was more just about expressing yourself it was more like just playing around with that stuff and it can help that sort of stuff can help you feel like yourself like it can help you find yourself i think it's a good message like if Paul's you gonna do, say something like, fucked up reality <laughs> yeah well it is reality if you don't want to be treated like trash don't look like trash no. i don't know if those kids look like trash they look like trash before <laughs> It's so unkind. They, yeah. wearing, they were wearing t-shirts and, and pants. <laughs> Very like, age-appropriate, yeah. normal clothes. It's 2019. Yeah. You, you know, it's not acceptable nowadays. <laughs> we live in the age of fast fashion. You know, we've got 
you know, you can go to any shop and for Fast five fashion bucks, is polluting the earth, Paul. We need to end that. Don't send out that message. No, 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 no. You can go out to any shop and get a nice outfit without <laughs> any money. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think it's a positive message for children. Yeah, but Paul's got a lot of self-esteem issues. A lot of, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I can't deny it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have the confidence of these kids because they were yeah. like, you know, we're going to put on our show <laughs> and they're all going to love us because we're great and they just need to see it. I feel and like the dance that they did, it. I feel like the dance that they did, that needs to go in a time capsule <laughs> because that is children at the moment. Oh, oh, no, the, boss? The fucking floss and what there was another thing that they did i don't know that one with the yeah. leg and the yeah i just felt like yeah, the children every time we go to like a sports game can't really ask either of you about that yeah. but they do like the roving no thing. i do regular attendance they do roving <laughs> they do the roving camera in a crowd thing it's yeah. like if it lands on a kid and the kid sees it they're on like this big screen they're like doing that dance they're yeah. doing those moves it was such a that's and such a he, moment in time uh last week in shazam he did the flush he did well. yeah so i feel like but this... it felt gross there this made me like 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 you were saying like you were tearing up like i felt a lot of emotions because it just felt real like their dance number wasn't great it wasn't yeah. like oh my god they've so they're so choreographed and amazing like and the first time musical. they did it the first time they did it in the audition uh one of them accidentally hits the kid in the balls while doing the floss, <laughs> which was, i thought was quite good <laughs> yeah because you expect with these shit like these these bits and film they're gonna do this amazing dance number or something but it yeah. just felt real and yeah it was it was, just it was really fucking joyful yeah. yeah it was so good okay so paul is really trying to do the plot so then like a lot of hijinks <laughs> ensue a lot of hijinks ensue there's a few lessons learned they find the magician girl to reverse the spell and they change it back yeah that's and then much there's it. like an app party uh, because she, yeah, she gets yeah, her, there's another ten minutes. She sells her app called Discoverize. What to the who? fuck is that app? <laughs> what the fuck was that app? Like, we never got to see because he passed. <laughs> and I saw why he passed. That yeah. was pretty <laughs> great, though. The yeah. way it was like the, this, like the music swelling, and it's this big thing. He's like, nah, pass. I don't want to buy that. That's yeah. terrible." <laughs> um, I felt like maybe the film was a little bit too long. Like it mm. just, there was a little bit of like, like bit of direction. I'm like, yeah. where are we going here? What are we doing? Yeah. There was a couple of scenes that felt like they could have been tightened up a bit. And the one scene I really didn't get was the, the singing, the singing in the restaurant. I yeah. actually wrote down, I'm like, I feel like the person that was doing the projection, like bumped the thing yeah. and we lost two minutes. <laughs> and like, so they go out for lunch together. Yeah, and their joke. One of the jokes is that the young girl, who's actually thirty-five or whatever, 38. keeps trying to have a drink. Yeah, and everybody's looking, and you know, small children can't drink alcohol. And then next minute, she's dancing and singing on the the counter. Yeah. I yeah. thought, did she get drunk? That that's what I'm, yeah, I'm like. Yeah. I, feel I feel like, like we missed that part, yeah. or maybe that's just supposed to be implied, and is it was like, like a, a ratings classi- thing. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say a classic. Do you know if that would be a classification thing? 
Like, would it hit an M if a kid was drinking? Well, it got PG-13 in the state, so they could have had a kid drinking. I don't know why. It was really Like, vice strange. versa, he drank in vice versa. Yeah, but that's from the 80s. <laughs> you you, you used to see anything. tits and the f- F word in every two, movie. You could have a child and a man sitting naked in a bedroom in, in the 80s. <laughs> that is what happened in that fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, it just was a bizarre scene, not very funny and didn't make sense. So I don't know why it was Yeah, there. it was weird. There's another uh, sort of a spin on the vice versa thing. Like instead of hating his teacher and the thought of uh, the t- teacher being like thinking he was into her, she was like <laughs> into her teacher. We need yeah. to talk about that because yeah. that is when it, that's pretty like soon in the swap. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when you're just like, oh, my God, this girl is amazing. So the teacher is very handsome. And, you know, she's all, like, bummed about having to go to school. And then she meets the teacher and she's like, "Mm." and he's like, I'm I'm the teacher. And she's like, and I'm the student. (laughs) And all this stuff is so funny. And she sits down and goes, teach me something. (laughs) She's just got so much attitude. She She carried it. It was was amazing. And both her and Issa Rae's character are like making eyes at this teacher. Yeah, I loved how thirsty both of those characters were written. And I feel like you could tell that this is a film like directed and written by women. For sure. I don't think a man would have written these characters this way. Yeah. They they, They were just like they owned owned like their feelings yeah. and they just ran with it and yeah. they weren't ever shamed for it yeah and, but it, it is funny because she is like so thirsty towards her teacher and then there's a guy that she's kind of dating when like when she's in her older body mm-hmm. and then he comes over and meets her as a kid and thinks that it's her daughter yeah and so he wants to connect with her but then she's still got like adult feelings towards him <laughs> so both the teacher and him both have like really funny reactions when they realize yeah. what's going on <laughs> yeah where they're like uh this child is hitting on me yeah. what does she even say to the teacher she's like are you are you feeling what i'm feeling yeah you yeah. feeling what i'm feeling <laughs> yeah like, yeah i want to i want to quit sometimes yeah but you gotta say yeah you know no, you know, you know what I'm feeling. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, it was very good. So what is, sh- uh, is it shmoney? Shmoney? Shmoney. Get that shmoney? It's she money. Is that what it is? Uh, oh, you asking me? I don't have any shmoney. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it would be. Because okay. like her sassy Siri um, says, Go yeah. get that shmoney. Yeah. Wake up, girl, and get that shmoney. Okay, <laughs> shmoney. <laughs> okay, then. Then what's what's a thought? A thought? That hoe over there. Gotcha. Thanks. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I actually wrote down a, a small child saying thought is like, uh. <laughs> I need you to cover for me in the office. I should probably dress the part. Your body can't fit into my clothes. This is squats. This is Pilates. That body looks like baby gap. Jimbari, Ashkash Bagash to me. Fine. Damn, girl. Looking like Cookie from Empire. I love the way when they're trying to work out what's going on. Mm-hmm. She's Googling. She's like, maybe it's like Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, female Gary Coleman. <laughs> and then when she Googles it, she's like, he's dead. <laughs> was so, that's what I'm talking about. There were so many quick little lines. And I was yeah. like, I had to write them down or I knew I would forget them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so funny. So 
I know that you're a Issa Rae fan. Yeah. Like, so this is the first thing I think I've ever seen her in. Like, what are you a fan of her from? Um, so she's just a queen in general, mm-hmm. and I also can't really go into it until tenuous times. Okay, cool. Um, okay. But you just like... She's just a queen. Like, did you just... is amazing. Yeah, she's definitely got that vibe about her where you're like, I just want to see her in more movies. Yeah, yeah. completely. Please be in every movie. Yeah. Um, And very just, like, natural. Like, I felt like a lot of the things that she was saying, she mm. was just kind of riffing. Yeah. Yeah, she was so good. <laughs> the bit that I thought was hilarious was when the child services person was asking, like... Where's your mum and where's your dad? Yeah. And then Issa Rae's like, oh, her dad's a crack addict. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, yeah, she's a crack baby. <laughs> and then she starts like swaying back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's got the jitters or whatever. Yeah. Um, I also loved when, you know, you first meet the Regina Hall character and she comes into work and she's like fucking fierce. She's a bit like um uh, Meryl Streep's character from... Devil Wears Prada, like yeah. throwing the jacket and the bag down and mm-hmm. like everybody like runs and has to look busy and they're all really scared. And, yeah, because um, there's like ping pong tables and stuff and people yeah, are using it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are they in the office? <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't really... Okay, we need to unpack that in a minute. But I just love the way she had... That character had some very lairish clothes. Yeah. And I love the way that Mikey Day character said, you know, you've got three napkins, napkins hanging off the back. back of your shirt. <laughs> so this weird white frill. <laughs> it was very funny. So when she was came in with that shirt, I was like, that is a hideous shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a, an interesting outfit. But yeah, so the business, it's like, it seemed like a kind of startup that had gone successful, mm. yet there's like all these um, magazine, like framed photos of her on the front cover of all these magazines. Like she seems like a very successful person and has... Um, like a crazy apartment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then she's all freaked out about losing this one jerk. Yeah, if you've like, got that much money, yeah, you should be able to fund your own app. Yeah. See, that, I'm just like, that's where I feel like I'm like, uh, maybe a little bit more time on the script on just this little <laughs> part here could have helped. It's like I don't get it. Here's the thing: when when they go to that restaurant and she wants to order alcohol, mm-hmm. and instead Issa Rae orders her a Shelley Temple. Yeah. Have either of you actually drank a Shelley Temple before? No. Is it like a cold soup or something? Like it's like tomato juice and it's no? a Bloody Mary. That's a Virgin Mary. Gotcha. What was <laughs> yeah. Shelley Temple? I mean, Shelley Temple is like the go-to drink that kids drink when they can't drink alcohol in the movies. But I think that it just a Shirley Temple is anything like it's like a cocktail with no alcohol in it. That's what it means because Shirley Temple is a child actor. Yeah, I don't think it's got specific thing in it. Okay, well, I'm probably wrong, like, and people are probably right like, about how. Let's Google this. Pink and, and really, <laughs> it'd be go- like an egg white and. <laughs> let's Google this and then edit it so it seems like I knew straight away. According to Urban Legend, Shirley Temple was created by a bartender at Chasen's, a Beverly Hills restaurant popular with the entertainment set in the 1930s. Ingredients. One and a quarter ounces grenadine, half ounce freshly squeezed lemon juice, half ounce freshly squeezed lime juice, ice, three ounces club soda, two maraschino cherries. I don't 
don't think kids are going to love bloody club soda and lemon lime. That's like, you've got to put some fairy floss in there, like Brendan said. Yeah, and it was red, hers. Where did the red come from? Yeah. Is See, that I a just grenadine? Feel... Grenadine is, yeah, red. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like it's like, it just means get them a child's drink. Yeah. It's just like lemonade with a fucking that umbrella actually, in it. That actually <laughs> sounds foul. <laughs> what? No, grenadine. No, no. What's grenadine? It's like a it's like a cordial. It's made of um the passion fruit? No. The, oh, okay, the maybe I'll do a like po- po- Pomegranate. Yeah, yeah. Yum. Okay, I've changed my mind. Next time we do an episode, let's make Shirley Temples and we'll do a little. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Brendan, you can bring the grenadine. All right. <laughs> I think officially the uh, Shirley Temple is the drink of the Swapcast podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Grey Poupon is the food. <laughs> Good throwback. That was good. Are we going to eat mustard? (laughs) Poop on. (laughs) I can remember like that episode and Googling that and I could not stop laughing (laughs) at poop on. It was just very silly, but it was very funny to me. Um, So with this movie, I found... You were talking about the rating before. I feel like it was sometimes this weird mix of like it was too young and too old. Yeah. Like I felt like the end, so with the announcement of the app and all of that, that was very like Disney kid movie. Yeah. And it was sort of like maybe a little bit badly written. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just like, it was really young. Like it was talking to the youngest people in the cinema. Yeah. Well, it was stupid. Like. Issa Rae didn't know that that was the announcement day. Why were those kids invited to the office that day? Yeah. And then, no and then yeah. there were some times when, like, I think when she, you know, caught her, her own reflection when she had changed, pretty sure she saw it and said, motherfucker. Like, no, she said, what the. F-? Right. I think there was yeah. a motherfucker in there one time without. She didn't say fuck, motherfucker. Mm, yeah. Um, we've got our R rating. Um. <laughs> It's sort of like, oh, you can't do like a Disney ending scene and like, I don't know. It definitely, it did feel like a weird mix. Like you had that whole strip tease Mm. scene where the guy is like taking off. And also I'm like, how come come he didn't, (laughs) how come he didn't see that it wasn't who he thought it was and there was a child there right until the very end it's like the lights were on and she wasn't that far away and like <laughs> he was just so into his moves he yeah. wasn't paying attention and like he was yeah, like tear head. away pants like yeah in his head he was like five six seven eight <laughs> <laughs> yeah that scene was quite funny yeah, yeah. His, very funny. his magic mic routine was was very well done the way he was like humping the floor on the side <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you guys. So reviewing all these movies, do you prefer age swaps or person-to-person people swaps? Because I feel like the last few we've done haven't been like the straight sort of Freaky Friday. The old switcheroo. Yeah. I feel like they've been, it's been a bit different. What do you know what you prefer? I think they both have their own charms. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, mm. I, if I, you're gonna if you're gonna put one in front of me, I, it's a safer bet to go with a switch than it is to do one of these transitions. But I feel like an age swap one is less stressful to watch because there's it's sort of like one person, it's one person's knowledge, one person's experience. Yeah, and like, you get the tension of two lives potentially being ruined. In, yeah, in a swap. but that's fucked. And and the, and the part of it, the part of a um like a straight swap film is there's always that thing where they try to sabotage each other. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh bit. god, okay, you guys are messed up. <laughs> but masochist. Um, yes. I think if you look at 
the track record for age the, swaps do better. Yeah, well, big, big. seventeen uh, again, seventeen again. Yeah, and this. yeah, completely. Yeah, so I mean, this was a big hit. Mm. So uh, it opened last week weekend at fifteen million. Yeah, um, came second to Shazam. So like a historic weekend where two swap films are the number one and number two. Cool. That's so cool. And I feel like we had a lot to do with that. Yeah, I know. But they won't reveal us so that we can go do goddamn face off. Yeah, I know. Like, fuck, just review us on but iTunes. But also be nice, Paul, because he, this is becoming a new gag that we yell at our beloved listeners. Your bunch of... No, <laughs> Lovely people yeah. sticking with us and interacting with us on Facebook. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So in the film, they don't address this, but mm-hmm. I'd be interested in hearing how you would address it. You're, you find out your girlfriend or your partner or whatever um, had, a, yep. had a daughter. Yep. <laughs> and then, you meet this child, you interact with them quite a bit, and then... And then they're gone. <laughs> no questions asked? No questions. No, like... Very late term adoption. So are you asking what we'd do as the other person or as the swapped person? As Regina's character, like uh, as Jordan. Yeah. How do you explain away a child? Yeah. Say he got hit by a car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy obviously agrees. <laughs> no. So how do you do it, Lucy? Um, Hit by I don't think that they ever should have let the the boyfriend the lie go on that it was that it was her child that she was like this single mother and was hiding this child. Yeah. I think they should have straight away jumped in with that the niece thing. Like I am her niece. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I mean, like the boyfriend could be like two years later. What happened to that niece of yours? They could have dropped that whole plot altogether, but. It's happened. It's done. The damage is done. Yeah. What do you do, Lisa? Lucy. Um, <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> the fuck. The fuck, Brandon. <laughs> like I said, I would have never let the lie go that far. I would do the that I would. Say it was the niece. But you did. So what, what the fuck would you do? There's nothing to do. Try and convince them of the swap. <laughs> Get pulled in. Kill them. With them. My oh car. my god. Stage, stage They've gone to boarding school in Sweden. That's maybe that's what I'll do. I, I heard that <laughs> they made a pass at you, so I had them killed. Oh my god. Yikes. Uh, um, okay, just to dial it back to like serious town. <laughs> There's impossible. that question of like um I think, you know, when it's sort of like, why did this happen to me? What am I supposed to do? Like, what are the stakes? What am I supposed to learn? And it's that thing of like, if you knew then what you know now, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? My question to you, what, is there anything like a thing that you would go back and tell your younger self? Not in a super cheesy way, but, but just maybe anything. So we're talking about 
I suddenly become younger or you're telling your younger self something? Kind of either. Or just sort of like at that age, what would you maybe do differently? Or Yeah, I would give them a list of like shares to invest in okay. in the future. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Biff, whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sports out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, once again, I, I feel like everything I say will sound really tragic and sad. Mm. So I just won't burden our listeners with my uh, shit. I just feel like it's that thing though of, right, you know, when you're younger, it just everything feels enormous. Like anything that happens to you, like if a boy doesn't like you back or like, you know, you don't get your period before or your friends or whatever. Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, I would want to tell my younger self just like. Do not sweat all the small stuff. I know that it feels, everything feels enormous. You know, I never even thought of that. Like, yeah. that you would be like, oh man, all my friends are getting periods and I haven't had mine yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. I, mine came in real late. I thought. Yeah. You're pregnant. <laughs> no, that there was that there was something very wrong with me. Yeah. Actually, I know what I would tell my younger self. You are being it's gonna be really messed up. You're gonna you're being judged <laughs> by how you're dressing. <laughs> you did you hear how beautiful my thing was? Did you hear how beautiful my thing was? I'm trying to listen to Paul's words of wisdom. Yep. What were yeah. you saying, Paul? Yeah, I was saying you're being judged by how you're dressed. Um, up your style game, you will become more popular. Your life will be better if you dress well. You wouldn't say like, "Had oh, this tiger shirt come to be then. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a great shirt. <laughs> Close come on. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, this savagery on the Swapcast You look very center. stylish. You've got a beautiful t-shirt on. You've got a very lush pink pillow on your lap. So you, you look very nice. Thank you. So shut up. <laughs> great new glasses. I'm digging the whole vibe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that being said, it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Oh. Yay! Everybody is beautiful, beautiful in their, in their own, own way. way, as long as they dress well. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's shirt excluded. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Issa Rae as mm-hmm. April Williams. Hot or not? Lucy. So hot. Very beautiful. Amazing style. Like, lovely character. Mm-hmm. Sorry about your app, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, like, super cute personality as well. Like, yeah. real yeah. funny. And she had a bard. Yeah, and like, she had a really weirdly cool apartment. She yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't. Have that she, she wouldn't have, have had that apartment? Yeah, yeah. Well, Atlanta, I feel, is in a more affordable city than a but lot still, of Still, she was place. living like a crazy, like converted loft, loft space. Yeah. yeah, and she had like a meditation area because mm. her boss is such a bitch. She <laughs> needs to um, unwind. Yeah, so she'd be like a super fun person to hang out with. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, definite hot, mm. and like, yeah, dug her fashion as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, super fashionable, mm. looked beautiful, mm-hmm. great personality. She had so many great pairs of earrings. I loved yeah. that. There was that and then Issa Rae as an actress, she's just so charismatic. Absolutely. Just beam, she glowed yeah. in yeah. this film. Yeah. So, yeah, hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe like one of the all-time hots yeah. that we've done. Yeah, I, I'm with you for sure. Older version of Jordan, Regina Hall. Yeah. 
super hot. Maybe some questionable um, outfit choices, like the napkin shirt. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) yeah, she was hot. She was like, she had that powerful executive woman vibe. Yeah. Mm. Brandon? Cool cool haircut. Um, Her her voice really irritates me, and I don't enjoy her as much as you guys. Fired. You're fired. (laughs) So this, um, for our listeners, is the reason why Brennan sucks. Yeah. So (laughs) just so you know, (laughs) Regina Hall is fantastic. Her voice is great. She's she's okay. I'm enjoying her in Black Monday and she is an attractive woman, so I will give her a hot. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's as much as you guys make her. You're wrong that she's not as good as what we think. She's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. She's hilarious. She's hot. Yeah. Um, Whole package. Yeah. I don't care if she was like her character was being like the biggest bitch on earth. I would still want to be around her because yeah. she was great. So. He'd like pay her to insult you. Yeah. 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 I would. I would literally pay Regina Hall to scream in my face (laughs) as one of her characters. I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So Justin Hartley as Mr. Marshall, the teacher. Oh, hot. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was ridiculous. Mm. So hot. And just seemed like a lovely person as well. So definitely. Brendan? Ugly. Oh. Moving on. No, I won't accept <laughs> this. You take that back. Come on, it dude like Zeus and like I don't yeah, know, I know. Zeus would look at him and be yes. like, Oh fuck. He's like cliche hot Greek dude. Go God, ahead. yeah. Move it on. There's nothing to talk about. He's right. bland hot. Mikey Day as Connor, the uh client slash investor slash whatever the fuck he was. <laughs> okay, so as the client, terrible. Yeah. But like in real life, it got a woman laughing, got a woman loving. He's from SNL. He he's he's a cutie to me. Brendan? Um, it was something about his character that really spoke to me. And I think <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he said pass? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna give him a pass. So uh, no. Not <laughs> not hot. <laughs> not hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're fucking like However many episodes in, he's still doing it. I said yeah. not. <laughs> After no one not in pass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a shallow person. So even though he was a terrible person, he's very attractive in yeah. the is face. He, is he really? What? A horrible uh, person? No, like uh, attractive. I didn't. I didn't realize. There you go. Well, yes, he is. I, I think he is. Do you think? Yeah, same. Like, like, so just say you strip the funniness out of him. Yeah. You would say he's like a generally attractive person. He has quite symmetrical features and yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm sure he's got a rig under that shirt as well. Yeah. Like a bod or a dick. (laughs) I never, like when I learned about rig, I'm like, that just sounds like dick. No, it means bod, right? Yeah. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) Tone Bell as Preston. So he was the one that works at the business as well and okay, he's so like friends. Big underline thing in my notes. He was wearing cargo pants, but mm. it, that sin can be forgiven because mm. he was very hot. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. He did look like he was going to zip off the bottom of his pants and like go off into the jungle. Like, I don't know why but he was he, dressed that way, but. But there was another scene where he was wearing like a white, a black and white striped top and then like a, a black and white Hawaiian shirt with palm trees over the top and I was feeling that out. Yeah, but also remember how when we first met him he was wearing cargo pants? Yeah. But like, oh my god, so beautiful though. Brendan? Hot. 
Okay. Did I do that right? <laughs> uh, Luke James as Trevor. So, um, the magic Mike guy. Yeah, yeah. Jordan's magic Mike boyfriend. Hot. Yeah, definitely. Like the casting director, we should send him like a thank a bouquet you. of flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for the eye, two hours of yeah. eye candy. I didn't maybe love his style. No. He was wearing a pair of very distressed jeans, like mm. with, you know, like that Yeezy style with heaps of holes in them. Like yeah. moths had got yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. And it's mm. sort of like, oh, just maybe get new pants and you'll be like a straight up hot instead of like a hot with a little but he's an asterisk. Yeah. That's yeah. True. And I wasn't huge on the goatee. I think I would have gotten rid of that. Or maybe just done the all over beard. I would yeah. have encouraged facial yeah, hair one all or over. the other. Yeah. But um, still a definite hot. Yeah. Brendan? Uh, yeah. He's an attractive man. <laughs> You see Brendan's soul dying in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is just time for us to dish bowl. Like, yeah. This is just our time. And Brendan's here. You can tell it's written by you know, females and directors and such because there's nothing for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> we got some friend of foes here. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess we can do like a twofold friend or foe for Jordan. So Jordan, when she was actually a kid... And then Jordan, when she became a kid again, friend or foe? So when she was like her own age. So Jordan in 1993 and then Jordan in 2019 that's been turned into a kid. I would have been So played by Marseille Martin. I would have been her friend both times. Okay. I I wouldn't have had a problem with being her friend. I would have been like, yeah, the bullies are the worst. Let's go and do (laughs) science together or something. See, I think 1993, Jordan, I would have been friends with. Mm Mm-hmm. If I was in a class and some new girl rocked up mm-hmm. and she immediately announced to the class, okay, I am your new alpha. You will <laughs> all bow to me and do whatever I say. Yeah, Don't even try okay. fighting that. Um, you wouldn't be into that. I would be like, mm, yeah, but Paul, remember in the swap, even. in the swap or the you Disney all one over or Savannah. whatever. Exactly. You are Savannah. All over Savannah. Yeah. I dropped the but, song right here. That girl is on my nerves today. I But (laughs) Savannah had... The top banana. No, see, at that point, (laughs) at the point when she sang that, she was dressed like shit and she she was literally had Crocs on her feet. And she's what telling everyone that she is the alpha. At least Savannah could back that up. With clothing. She was carrying a Birkin bag. It doesn't matter if the other, the rest of the outfit doesn't nah, matter. She's like, my bag, she'd be like, my bag is worth more than your fucking whole house. So bow down. And you'd be like, yeah, you're right, girl. I'm <laughs> hopping in that bag for sure. Who's a slave to fashion now, Lucy? You're judging me for saying that it's all about the fashion. You just uh, said you'd be friends with her because she had a bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so would you, just admit it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I do. Would you be a friend? It's hard to break her away from how great she was in this film. So I feel like I would just be friends with her regardless because she yeah. was so I'd just be like, do that dance again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll do a three, three-pronged friend or foe. J.D. McCrary as Isaac, the stuttering singer. Tucker Meek as Devin, the uh, nerdy white kid. And Thalia Tran as Raina, the female nerdy girl. And we have to do it before and after they change their clothes. 
<laughs> no, I'd be their friend. They were super, like, they were just, like, lovely kids just wading through how hard it is growing up. Friend, yeah. friends across the board. Yeah. I, I, like, I can't remember. There's, like, some science behind it, I'm sure. But, like, when something's so adorable, you want to, like, attack it? <laughs> what? I feel like I've read a, uh, like a study on this. You know that that's absolutely not true because you know that babies are adorable because if they weren't, you'd fucking kill them because of how nuts they drive you. Well, anyway, I I was really like <laughs> that's fucking evolution, in man. my seat by how like innocent and how full of self confidence they were, but I, I'd be friends with them. <laughs> And I would kill them. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Yeah. What about that bitchy cheerleader chick, Paul? Um, See, she's a Savannah. You'd be friends with her. She didn't have the same flair as Savannah, though. Ava. Savannah did a song. Yeah. Ava Carlton as Jasmine. Yeah, I would definitely be friends with her. She ruled the school, so why wouldn't you want to be friends with her? <laughs> no, she was horrible, so I wouldn't. <laughs> but you could... You know, raise your own social standing and then... Paul is a Jafar. <laughs> yeah, but she just wasn't about living her best life. She just wanted to tear other people down and she wasn't just being like, oh, growing up's really hard and she was just like, fuck all y'all. And Paul wishes to harness that power <laughs> and use it for yeah, his own Yeah, and then will. you turn on her, crush her, <laughs> her social standing. What is your damage, little boy? <laughs> I feel something bad happened to you. We need to do a deep dive on this in therapy. <laughs> You need a breakthrough. The thing is, I've watched all these teen movies where this is the dynamic, and I totally didn't have this experience. Your in workplace, you must run it like it must be fucking chaos. And you I'm should know by now, person. they always get overthrown by the, the 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 kooky kids. I just would love to be part of this dynamic in some way. It just didn't happen in my childhood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember those kids, but I feel like around year 10, they all dropped out because they had, like, addictions to, like, heroin and shit. So Heroin? <laughs> <laughs> they you, were Oh, Brendan went to the school the, of hard the, the, knocks. The, <laughs> Um, no, no, uh, there's definitely a thing of peaking too early. Like I feel like a lot of the really cool kids that I went to school with, like never moved away from the suburb that we went to school in and like they all married. And stayed in the same friendship groups. Yeah. Dying inside because there's no interesting new life in there. Yeah. 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 They don't, they don't host interesting body swapping podcasts. <laughs> well, you have They're to like figure out failure. if you want to be friends if... with a 12 year old character, <laughs> fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> she didn't say anything. He thought he heard something. Y'all ain't said nothing. Connor is out the door unless we craft this. And in case I wasn't clear, if Connor is out the door, all of you are out. Bye-bye health care, which you know you need. Bye-bye ping pong table. Bye-bye ergonomic chair. Which street? You better stop quivering that lip. You better not cry. Stop crying. 
This isn't about you, Melissa. Now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. The public opinion seems to be pretty mixed to negative on this film. So in terms of critics, uh, this film got 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a rotten rating. Yeah, Um, It's got a 5.5 on IMDb. What's the audience score? Does it say that? Um, No, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 80%. Yeah, so that's what I thought. But then the IMDb score is 5.5, so which is quite low. Hmm. So And Letterboxd, it was um, 2.7, which is low as well. So oh, Okay, what do people have to say? I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested to hear. All right, so this one's from Jacob on Letterboxd. He didn't give it a star rating, but he said, I just feel bad for Issa Rae's back doing all the heavy lifting. I don't agree. <laughs> oh, my God, like how on par were her and the, that young that young yeah, actress. That young star that we like, know. Like that that girl, <laughs> she was matching joke for joke. Like yeah. Yeah. there was never they, and then, no one was carrying anyone. Yeah, and Regina Hall in her little, little time she had in the film just like Yeah, was a completely no nah, so, that sorry Jacob. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, this one's from Brandon Parkhurst Brandon on <laughs> on Letterboxd. Uh, he gave it half a star. This was so bad to the point where I wanted to walk out. It was probably fun to make this film, but it is awful to watch because everything about this felt off. It honestly felt like I was watching a really rough cut of the film. The timing of the jokes were way off and everything about the film looked amateurish. This was an awful time at the movies and I wanted so badly to walk out. Don't seek this one out. It, nothing about it looked amateurish at all. Well, it just didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like outstanding cinematography, but I wasn't going to watch like The Revenant, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the thing with comedy though. It's so subjective. Yeah. You can go into a, a comedy, just not find anything funny. and Two, two males ragging on the movie with female lead yeah. and female <laughs> uh, director. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I'm sitting right here and I'm. Saying it was really yeah, good. Yeah, but you're a really open-minded, like, liberal person. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's like the way Paul was saying, you know, that, what did you say after the film finished? Yeah, so we were the only men in the entire cinema. And hmm. I, I said to Brendan, generally, guys, don't go watch a film that only has three girls on the poster who are fully dressed yeah. And not doing anything mm. sexy. This one's from Olivia, who gave it two and a half stars. A grown man was belching out loud constantly throughout my entire screening. Just thought I'd let everyone know that manners are dead. Really great <laughs> performance from Marseille Martin in this one. A good way to spend a rainy afternoon. Okay, well, she should have given the star rating higher. And, like, it's not the fucking people in the movie's fault that a dude was burping. Uh, look, all we're learning from these reviews is that men are trash. But this is amazing. Backed up once again. Uh, this one's Once from- again, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Alice. <laughs> Not all men, says Brendan. <laughs> uh, this one's from Alistair, gave it half a star. Abysmal, mean-spirited, amateurish rubbish in which none, not a single one of the jokes landed. The first preview screening I've walked out of st- since Disturbia. Okay, sorry, who, who was it written by? Alistair. <laughs> also, I like Disturbia Yes, same here, I rewatched it the other day Still a good watch yeah. What's Young Disturbia? Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf remake of um, Rear Window where ah, yeah. It's fun, man And it, you were like, oh, this kid's gonna He's, you know, it he was won't foreshadowing crazy <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, this one's from Anthony Papetti, who gave it two stars. No joke really lands in this movie, and the trans joke really doesn't sit well, but hey, at least there's a dance routine. Mm. <laughs> well, I agree. The trans joke doesn't, it wasn't necessary. All right, let's get some positivity. Uh, this one's from Jake, who gave it four stars. This is literally so cute and funny. I don't know what I was expecting from this app, but to everyone giving it one to two stars, you literally all hate fun and let your own mental illnesses, superiority <laughs> complexes get in the way of other people's joy. Anyway, Justin Hartley, I have a lot of free time for dinner or anything else <laughs> you'd like to do. Is that the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I wrote that review. <laughs> <laughs> That was good about the joy and just having a fucking good time for sure. And I like I was gonna say before when we were bashing on men, um, I probably wouldn't have seen this if it wasn't for the for the podcast because it felt like it was aimed at a younger audience. Mm -hmm. But like I'm glad I saw it because it just was a really enjoyable cinema experience. Like it was just like like he said, joyful. Like I was just having fun. Yeah, I think it almost feels strange to go watch a broad. Comedy, comedy in the at, cinema. At the cinema. That's yeah. not that, like, no one has superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one, no action sequences. Mm-hmm. It's not a sequel or a reboot. All right. Um, if you had to have only seen one of these, would you have chosen Shazam or Little? Like, if I just had to pick which one I wanted to see? Or... Well, as in, as in, you've seen both of them now. Imagine uh, we didn't go see one of them. Which oh, would that's you prefer? Real Sophie's choice. See, yeah, I think I, it was this one. I think I would have rather seen this than Shazam. Like, I feel like I got more joy out of it. See, I, I, I think I got more joy out of this, but I, I, I did enjoy Shazam. Yeah, I would put Shazam over this, but I feel <laughs> just to say, like in the universe, <laughs> up to date. <laughs> but also, also, I feel like in terms of this particular podcast, this was every. Like the whole reason why we do this, <laughs> this podcast, podcast is, yep. is to watch films like yes, Little. Yes, completely. Like, yeah. This is what we imagined we'd be watching every week. And it has not been that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough road. <laughs> uh, so our last one, this one's from Love Nathan on uh, Letterboxd, who gave it three stars. Would someone explain to me why, where on earth that musical scene came from? Thank like, you. did the film skip the part where it was explained or did I lapse into momentary unconsciousness and awaken with a mini baguette being used as a microphone? Yeah. <laughs> I did think, I'm like, was I just taking notes when she got drunk? Like, what's happened here? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a strange choice. I feel like they edited something out for whatever Definitely. reason and it made less sense. And they, Yeah, they didn't have a budget to go back for reshoots or something. Yeah. 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 I can tell that you are a special young lady. I feel like you get me. Really? I feel like I get you too. So you feel what I'm feeling? No, I'm not feeling that at all. Don't don't look at me like that. Just look 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 the other way. Look the way look the look up there. Now we come to tenuous recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, he might just recommend whatever song was playing on Spotify on the way over and then mention a random 80s movie he watched as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. With a brilliantly threaded link. That's the part you miss. Uh, Okay, hit us with your best shot, Brendan. What you got? Yeah, let's let's start with you. We, we, we always start, start with, with me now because you always give me shit, <laughs> and I feel like it's a it's a shame because you really want to build to that climax. 
because all the audience they really are excited to hear my tenuous link. All right, let's let's go with that, Lucy. What's your tenuous link? <laughs> okay, I'm going to be in trouble this week. I'm going to be in trouble. Um, so I feel uh, there's you know like quite a few roads to go down, and mm-hmm. um, I was a bit like looking into this and looking into that, and I didn't really know what to do. So I did something cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked cool things that cast members had a little roll in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So Mikey. Don't you love it, Paul? I'm just going to like do a bit of rapid fire. because I see few... there's multiple recommendations. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like little things that all of them have done. Okay, yeah. So, and because like the movie's called Little, it's like a little tie-in. Yeah. Um. So Mikey Day is from SNL and yeah. I'm a big SNL fan. Um, yeah. It can kind of do no wrong, even when it's really bad. I still love it. It's like yeah. a nice warm blanket. Um. So one of my favorite sketches from maybe the last five years is from when Tom Hanks hosted and they did David Pumpkins for Halloween. Yeah. David S. Pumpkins. Yeah. Very funny. And Mikey Day's in it. And there you got your Tom Hanks in there for yeah. your little tying that in. Yeah. Um, Rachel Dratch is also from SNL. She's amazing. She played the social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, she, my, one of, maybe my favorite breaking example on Saturday Night Live ever mm-hmm. is Debbie Downer goes to Disneyland. Yeah. Um, Amy Poehler has said that that can cure like low level depression if you watch that <laughs> clip. And I really firmly believe that. Like yeah. it makes me cry laugh every time. Yeah. Let's hear about that train explosion in Northern Korea. <laughs> Media is so sensitive there, so secretive. <laughs> that they may, we may never know how many people perished. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross was the voice of Homegirl. Yeah. Um, and she was in a Drake video. Nice for what? Yeah. Beautiful cameo. And Issa Rae was also in that Drake video. Drake just made a video that was like, I was going to put all my favorite chicks in this and just be like, y'all are the best and just have a dance. Like it was great. And not like creepy. It was just cool. (laughs) Um, and also Issa Rae, um, does a voice on Bojack Horseman. Mm -hmm. Great show. Which character? Um, a therapist. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think, oh, and Luke James, who's the Magic Mike stripper boyfriend. Yeah. Um, was in a Beyonce and Frank Ocean music video one time. Okay. So that's all my little, What uh, song was that? Superpower. Okay. I never would have picked that. I just read it. One thing, uh, that our listeners might not realize, uh, if you go to Letterboxd. Yeah, and I knew look Paul up was going to say this because I'm totally fucked with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to the Swapcast Podcast Letterboxd page. We have a list of everything we've ever recommended. I think we're going to this... have to make a YouTube playlist for, yeah. for, for Lucy's recommendation <laughs> yeah. today. Um, but yeah, so. And put a link up. Yeah. Uh, Letterboxd is a, is a website where you do like lists of movies and rank movies and all that kind of thing. If we recommend something that's not a movie then it has to be typed up in this other list so you've so, just given me like lots 10 of minutes homework. Worth of i'll make a little slideshow <laughs> i'll make a little slideshow of them for instagram ah uh, nice yeah my connection is actually the release date of this film oh that's clever uh so it came out last week and it opened at number 2 after Shazam which i mentioned earlier uh-huh you but can't recommend Shazam i'm not recommending Shazam <laughs> 
but opening all the way down in sixth place, making only under $6 million, mm-hmm. uh, was the new film Missing Link, which I went, I took my niece and nephew to the other day, and it made hardly any money. It's a huge flop, Aww. and it really makes me sad, because this is uh, the newest film from the animation studio Leica, who did Coraline and Paranorman and Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. They are one of the only animation studios in the world doing like high level stop motion animation. So, you know, this is a form of animation where every second of film that you're watching takes painstaking, painstaking weeks of work. Yeah. And their, their movies are so beautifully made. Every inch of the frame is just stunning to look at. It's Mm -hmm. just so intentional. Like everything. They and, work for it, so they make yeah. it and, worth working for. And Beautiful. The, the production design and the writing is always really good in their films. I think a lot of people overlook how well written their films are. And this is yet another flop. So this is why I really wanted to recommend this film. It's playing in cinemas right now. Uh, go watch this film while it's, while mm. it's in cinemas. Support this studio because they can't afford another flop. They're probably going to shut down and we're going to only get like Secret Life of Pets 5 in the cinema and shit like (laughs) this when they're making like original films. So their latest one is Missing Link. Uh, It stars the voices of Hugh Jackman, Zach Galifianakis and Zoe Zaldana. Um, It's a really fun story about the Sasquatch, who's the last of his kind and he wants to travel to Nepal to find... Bigfoot, the Bigfoot, mm-hmm. so that he can find like his family and belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a buddy comedy um, where this adventurer and him are going across the world to try to get him back to his home. But it also has kind of like an Indiana Jones adventure um, type feel as well. So I can't recommend this film enough. It's actually at the moment, as of this moment, it's my favorite film I've seen this year. Aww. And it's a huge flop. So please go and support this movie. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Your plea. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Brendan, bring us home. Um, mm-hmm. But I just have to point out, I did a link between a release date and I was given so much <laughs> shit. You did the same year. Sorry? You did the same year. No, I did the same month and there were different years. <laughs> See, that's why, because your release date link was bullshit and mine wasn't. And I also don't know if you know this, but Paul and I are the alphas of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're my uh, Savannahs. We can make we make the rules. I mean, Paul makes the rules. I'm like the underling to Paul. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. the crony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. So, you ready, guys? Just do it straight. Mm-hmm. What? All right. So, mine is also a film, and it was <laughs> released this week. <laughs> and that's it. Mine is. <laughs> it was I'm also sure. a film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I'm... mine wasn't a movie, was it? Yeah. I'm choosing a film that was released this week in cinemas okay. called. The Man Who Killed Don Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my link and was your link. Isn't that yeah. interesting? That Isn't that wrote. interesting, Paul, <laughs> that we chose the same quality thread? We like this movie so much that we're recommending two other movies that were released the same week. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, you got a jo- you got a job to do, audience. You got to go watch three films this week. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is one. I'm I'm not going to give it the same plug as Paul because it's not going to kill anyone because uh, it's a film by Terry Gilliam. He had 25 years to make it. It's finally made. I don't feel like there's 25 years worth of work in this, but it was yeah. a it was <laughs> a great film. Like I really enjoyed myself. Cool. Um, and it's not going to kill like kill a uh, like career. A, a career by yeah. by not seeing this. So, but it's a great film. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely like Brendan and I went watch. <laughs> Did it you actually <laughs> watch it, Brendan? <laughs> well, I just love Terry Gilliam's uh, like style so much, and this is just full of his like. There's just like rich sets and props and um, just like a really uh, wild imagination that everything just looks amazing and feels so weird and wonderful. And cool. it's another adventure film where this uh, there's this uh, guy, Adam Adam Driver, uh, is this uh, this kid who has, he's been like a film student who's lost his way, he's grown up and he's in the Hollywood system and he's trying to make his, uh, to remake his uh, first original film, and it's just... As a vodka commercial. As a vodka com- commercial, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, he, he's, you know, trying to look for inspiration, and he comes across his old film, and it takes him on this journey to uh, rediscover his himself, and it's done in this really imaginative way. Cool. Am, am I ruining it? I, I always feel like I do the worst at this part. Mm. <laughs> um, you're selling me i'm I'm quite interested in seeing it it it, it's a really inventive movie it's one that i genuinely didn't know where it was gonna go also love me some adam driver by the way well i that's what i was gonna say they did like a great reverse jk rowling the fact that when this film so this film was originally shot like 15 years ago and there was all these like freak weather events and they had to shut down production completely and like abandon all that footage. Mm -hmm. So when they originally shot, it was with Johnny Depp as the lead. And then when they filmed it this time, they replaced Johnny Depp with Adam Driver. So it was like the opposite of what they did with the crimes of Grindelwald where Colin Farrell's playing a character and then they replace him with Johnny Depp, which is like, the biggest downgrade ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, replacing Johnny Depp with Adam Driver is like the biggest upgrade ever. That's so. a yeah, blow up it couldn't for have sure. Been, it couldn't have been better. Like, yeah. I was just laughing at every every line. He just gets yeah. like worked up and he's like, fucking right. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. Um, I got to say, Johnny Depp's... That, Trash. That's, yeah. It's time to retire that one, I think. But um, I actually made a comparison when we left the film that Adam Driver is probably is a successor of Tom Hanks in terms of screaming ability. Yeah, like, he's a good screamer for yeah. sure. So, um, yeah. yeah, definitely would put him in that wheelhouse. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would I would definitely uh, back up your recommendation. Yeah, so, yeah, what we're saying is go to the movies. Yes. yes. And also Su- listen support, to Drake videos. Support your local theatre and then <laughs> go home and watch YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Say one more thing. I dare you. Fine. You're too fat for that skirt. You know what? If you want to take it there, we're going old school. Ugh. Oh. Let's go. I'm requesting backup. We have a BMW situation. Black mama whooping. So, Brendan, how scared are you with what we're going to do next time, next episode? I feel like we've been quite spoiled. 
Oh, right. We've been to the cinema. Yeah, what's your I've... prediction? Give give me your prediction. You're going to go deep dive into something that we've never heard of and that we've never we'd n- never seen any of the actors in it before. And what do you think, Brendan? I, I like, all right, so I feel like we might go somewhere just really trashy, like yeah. bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But I feel like what we should do is watch the Japanese version of The Secret that How Did This Get Made did because they're stepping on our territory and we need to let them know Rival them. to step back a bit and leave the swap films to the professionals. <laughs> um, well, we're not doing that. <laughs> and they're you're... a very successful podcast, by the way. <laughs> and you're also wrong, Lucy, because we're what doing something good that you would have heard of. That you know the actors and your fans are the actors in them. And that is 2011's The Change Up, starring Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds. Yay, cool. The return. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought we should continue this streak of films that people have actually watched and want to take advantage of this because it's currently on Netflix. Cool. In America, in Australia, everyone can watch this film right now for free. So the synopsis of this film, Dave is a married man with three kids and a loving wife, and Mitch is a single man who is in the prime of his sexual life. One fateful night while Mitch and Dave are peeing in a fountain, lightning strikes and they switch bodies. Lightning strikes, they're dicks, and they swap. (laughs) Cool. So I haven't seen this one before. Have you guys? I have, yeah. I have, yeah. So I think this is like a first for you guys to have seen something and I haven't. Yeah, maybe next week we'll run the episode. So our question to you, Paul, is no, please, I don't want to look up the reviews or do any of the homework. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this is one I've always meant to watch and I've never gotten around to it, so I'm excited. Cool. And uh, a return to Ryan Reynolds. We can go back to fawning on him for like three hours and Brendan can slit his wrist. So... (laughs) Cool. So I'm excited. Awesome. So that's it for another episode of the Swapcast podcast. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. I was Brendan Levi. I think you were. (laughs) Is that a question or what did she say in the movie? All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Good night and good luck. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.